Hello, I'm David Kerr, Director of Communications with the Diocese of Lansing, and this is the Diocese of Lansing, and uh, this is the Bishop of Lansing, Bishop Errol Boye. How are you doing, Bishop? Well, David, I was doing quite well till you interrupted me and make me do this podcast. I interrupted your lunch <laughs> uh, in order to drag you away to do this podcast, but it's all for a good cause. It and is. Th- this is the good cause. Uh, this is you, Bishop, here. Bishop uh, Boye's uh, Year of the Bible. Uh, which begins at the end of this month, the first uh, Sunday of uh, Advent and over a year, as the poster uh, explains in block uh, capitals. It'll be a year of reading the Bible with uh, uh, with Bishop uh, Boye and with some details there of how to sign up. Uh, Bishop, why? Why this? Well, first of all, you have to admit, David, that the idea of the BYOB was not my idea. That was not your idea. It was not my idea. You've got an alibi. In fact, I have an alibi. In fact, I didn't really care for that because it has too many other connotations. But that was precisely why you all thought it would be a good idea because, in fact, it's placement of a name and people would get the name. So, okay, makes sense. The Bishop's Year of the Bible. Really, this all came from my desire to continue our work of evangelization. Um, And yet, we're feeling so much frustration lately about how are we achieving this? What's going on? How are we? We're not really bringing that many people back to the church. In fact, we're continuing to see decline. So what do we do? Well, I know in prayer at one point, it, it became pretty clear to me that we need to get people reading the Bible and we need to get people serving others. Those two things. Um, I know during this time of the pandemic, both of these things, perhaps it was fortuitous that we had this thought, but these, both of these things can be done by yourself or with small groups or with your family, and we can be helping one another. We can help those who feel isolated, and I want people to keep doing that, but we can also spend this time reading the Word of God. And I think both of these will serve to underpin a, a new development in our um, evangelization efforts. That's really the purpose of all of this. So how will it work? It's what it's a, it's a daily reading each day? We're not trying to get through the whole Bible. That's, okay. n- that's never been my goal. Um, I'm not going to force people to suffer through Leviticus and Numbers, for instance. It's rather, let's follow through the seasons of the year, the church seasons of the year, and with uh, books appropriate from the Bible uh, that would help us enter into that season. That's really what... Uh, what struck me as most important. So how did you choose those books in order to give that kind of overview of salvation history? How, how did you choose those? Well, part of it's because I've studied Scripture great, a great deal, so I kind of knew which ones would be more appropriate. I wanted to get through all four Gospels, so those were kind of the, the keys that had to be plugged in somewhere during the course of the year. Plus, I just followed the season. What would be most appropriate for Advent? What would be most appropriate for Christmas, for, for Lent, for Easter? And then for the church year, you know, that makes sense. How do you uh, accomplish that to kind of cover the story of the history of salvation all the way up through Christ? And from reading the blurb, it's um, a a passage, a chapter of sacred scripture each day emailed or texted to uh, the person who subscribes. And I think there's about five or six thousand have subscribed so far in anticipation of the year beginning. But what do you then want those individuals to do with that daily dose of sacred scripture? Certainly read it, first of all. Before you read, take a moment of silence. Ask the Lord to help you understand what's what's going to confront you with that word. But I want everyone to encounter Jesus Christ. 
Jesus is the Word of God. So when we're reading the Word of God, we are reading Jesus. And I want him to be read, and I want him to read us. So each chapter, there should be an intention of, of trying to encounter Jesus Christ in that chapter. Now, some will be probably more obvious than others, and it may be a little difficult, but that's why sometimes it's probably best to try to do this with someone else, just to be able to share thoughts with someone else. Um, so, but I leave that up to the reader, how they want to handle that. It's often asserted as a truism that Catholics don't know the Bible or don't know the Bible well enough. But it, do you think that truism is true? I think a lot of people don't know the Bible well enough. And when I see, say don't know the Bible, they don't see it as a place to encounter Christ. That's the key. Otherwise, it's just a historical document or something that, you know, maybe has some mistakes here, some mistakes there, but we read it for entertainment. But that's not what the Bible's supposed to be. The Bible is supposed to be the Word of God. And so we are to encounter that Word of God, Jesus Christ, in this. And I don't think, not just Catholics, I'm not sure how many people actually approach the Bible that way. And why do you think that would be? Why do we have that approach to the Bible, or even why do Catholics have that approach to the Bible? Is that a, a sort of suspicion of the sort of sola scriptura of the Reformation, or, or we think we get our weekly fix of sacred scripture in the mass and and that's sufficient why that's a good question i suppose there is a sense of uh that we were never really encouraged i have to say i was encouraged as a kid so that's i'm almost 70 so i was encouraged to read the scriptures in my catechetical classes um so i'm not sure why people my age and younger don't except that they just don't um, they, don't sit, they don't have the intention to sit down and try to read the scriptures and encounter Christ. So that's what I want people to do. Please, take some time with scripture. So what's your daily regime in terms of... Uh, Fundamentally, it is the scriptures for the Mass mm -hmm. that I read every day and the scriptures that are contained in the Liturgy of the Hours that the priest has to say. Those are my pretty much my encounters. Plus, any other studying that I may be doing with, uh, with, with the Word of God, uh, and that's during the course of the day as well. How do we know how to interpret uh, Scripture um, to know whether or not a passage is poetical or allegorical or literally true? Or uh, How do we know? That's also an excellent question. Thank you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and fundamentally, it's reading it with the church. We often cannot determine this on our own. But what, how has the church approached this text, this scripture? And reading it with the church, in the church, is the best way to do this. Otherwise, if we're on our own, if you have 10 people, you're going to have 10 different interpretations. If you have 20 people, you'll have 20 different interpretations. But if you read it in and with the church, hopefully you will end up with one interpretation. And I think that's the best thing to do. So try not to be on your own. I think that's really what's important on this. Just to whet the appetite of those who are perhaps minded to sign up or have already signed up, I see that we're beginning with <laughs> my enormous reading list here. Um, we are um, for the partially. We're going to start with the last ten chapters of the uh, prophet Isaiah. Okay, what what are we going to encounter in that? If, if people sign up, November the 29th, we're off and running with Isaiah, the last chapters of. What are we going to find there? We're going to find there really the the dreams, the visions that Isaiah has after the exile in Babylon, looking forward to a new day.
And of course, we believe that that new day is Christ. Um, and I think that that's preparing us for this Advent season, getting us ready to approach basically Christmas. Um, so that's really what I wanted to do is see the dreams. There's, the Old Testament has a lot of dreams and all of those dreams are meant to be fulfilled in Christ. Our, our own dreams should be seen to be filled in Christ as well. Do you think, generalization, but do you think that we sometimes are intimidated by the Old Testament? We're drawn to the stories of the gospel. We're then drawn in a, a, to, to a greater extent to the, the New Testament because it more obviously pertains to Christ. I don't know uh, that that's true. Um, for instance, the Psalms, which we're not going to be including in the course of this year, are very accessible. And I think people can find a psalm that expresses almost any emotion that they might be experiencing and find in that psalm an encounter with Christ as well. So certainly there are parts of the Old Testament that are tough to get at, but there's even some parts of the New Testament that might be tough to get at. Um, so that's why I've tried to, tried to choose those texts, those books of the Old Testament that are much more accessible to us. Not that we shouldn't read the whole Bible at some point. I think that's a good thing. Um, but I think this is a, a, a well-paced, gentle way of encountering the Word of God over, a, uh, over a, a period of a year. And I think it's a good way to go about it. And whether it's the Old Testament or the New Testament, you say it's about an encountering Jesus Christ. How do we pray with sacred scripture? Again, I think we ask at the very beginning, take some silence. Invite the Holy Spirit who dwells within us to help us see what God wants to tell us. And what God wants to tell us has to do with Christ in one way or another. Now, it may be more obvious or less obvious in any given text, but it's what God wants to tell us, and what God wants to tell us is something about Christ. So I think that's the way we do it. We invite the Holy Spirit to help us do this. Um, and if we're intentional, if we approach this with that desire God's not going to let us down. God will help us to see this. I have every every confidence in that. Uh, final question. What would be your, your hope, your prayer, as regards what this year will achieve for this diocese and the people of this diocese? If we can get a lot of our folks reading the scriptures, encountering Christ in that way, I think they will. their hearts will burn within them to share that with somebody else. Hopefully that will start during the course of the year, to share the faith with someone. I think this has been one of the biggest problems with the new evangelization is, you know, we've been building up our household of faith, which is what I wanted to do, but we've not been, we've not been very good at trying to bring back the lost sheep or reaching out into the court of the Gentiles. And I think that's because a lot of Catholics don't find themselves at ease in asking somebody, well, this is a great tool to use to ask somebody. Who's going to be threatened by saying, hey, let's read a chapter of Scripture with me? Um, that's, it's easy to do that. It's kind of a, a shallow pool to enter, as it were, to get uh, uh, perhaps your kid's not going to church. Um, sit down with them. Let's read his chapter. I'll read part and you read part. Let's see if anything strikes us. I think this is a great way to motivate Catholics to reach out to somebody else to try to bring them back to the Lord. Bishop Boyer, thank you very much. If I can ask you just to conclude with maybe a prayer and a blessing for the success that graces are shared upon this year of the Bible. Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, pour your Holy Spirit upon us. 
that same spirit which hovered over creation and brought order out of chaos, that same spirit which hovered over Mary and gave us the incarnation of your son Jesus. Let that spirit hover over us and recreate in us the relationship we need with you, with your son Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, so that we might all become the light of the world that you want us to be. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you all, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bishop Boyer, thank you very much. And thank you for joining us on this uh, podcast on Bishop Boyer's Year of the Bible, which begins uh, on the 29th of this month, the first uh, Sunday in Advent. And um, there's lots of these things around the parishes of the Diocese of Lansing telling you to sign up. But uh, yeah, for those of you who want to know, just text, pick up your phone and uh, text BYOB the acronym so disapproved of by the bishop himself, but BYOB, meaning Bishop's Year of the Bible, to 84576, BYOB to 84576, uh, or go to the Diocese of Lansing website. You can receive that daily dose of scripture via your uh, phone or via email, whichever suits you uh, most, and uh, yeah, it should be great. So thank you very much for joining us. Uh, May God bless you and may he keep you.